Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Round two, here we go. Round two, shots, 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 shots. shots, shots, shots. shots. If you're 65 and over, you can get your third Pfizer shot. (laughs) 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 Um, Oh my God. It was in the news this morning. Love that. This episode's airing two weeks from now. That was in the news two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. That's very true. When this episode airs, I will be back. I'm from the honeymoon. Mm -hmm. I'll be back in Chicago. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yay! How was it? Oh my god, it was so nice. <laughs> Except there was this one day where the rain was just... <laughs> just never stopped. Yeah, and then we were... I uh... was waiting... Wait, continue. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk through Corey and Topanga's honeymoon. Like, well, and then we got there and this old couple... No, they, like, I wasn't going to do us, that. And then I, I was just going to gonna keep move. making up shit. I was oh, going to make up an elaborate it. story about how we weren't allowed back in the country because of like a COVID oh test or something. And we got stuck and we, so we started a business or something. Yeah, 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 yeah see, yeah. there you go. That actually, that is, that has been stressing me out just this year. I know like it's going to be fine. Like we mm-hmm. have our vaccines and like the hotel yeah. does COVID tests. Mm-hmm on site for free with like same day returns Mm -hmm. and so like i know it's fine but i keep on thinking like i don't know do i need to there's probably Mm -hmm. like a million other things i need to do in order to like effectively travel here and there yeah um whereas like what i know to be true is that like the dominican republic does not require a negative covid test for travelers Mm -hmm. from the united states right now yeah and the state the united states does require a negative covid test to re-enter but it has to be within 72 hours of your departure and so like i know I know, I don't know. I know all this to be true, and yet at the same time, I'm like, we're gonna get fucking stuck. We're not gonna make it. Or like, you know, it's one or the other. It's like we're not gonna get there, or we're not gonna get back. (laughs) There's this. uh, I'm not sure if you've seen this episode of The Office, but Jim and Pam are on their honeymoon, and Kevin is using Jim's office Mm -hmm. while he's gone. And the lady from the bank calls, and she's like, "Can you confirm your home address and the last four of your social?" And he does because he's got like Jim's. Jim's got paperwork Uh on the desk in front of him. And she goes, okay, clearly you're not in Costa Rica. I'm going to go ahead and discontinue your card. Thank you. And he's like, wait, no, no, no. Uh, uh. <laughs> he just looks at the camera and he's like, shoot. <laughs> I'm that's like, the other thing too. I'm like, that's I don't know, a, run out of money or something. Like, yeah, I do need, yeah, it's a real fear. I do need to contact. Like, Hopefully none of your coworkers accidentally uh, pretend uh, to be you. I can't imagine that'll happen. And... <laughs> uh, given that I don't have a work phone for my bank to call. so That's fair. Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. Anyway. So yeah, the wedding was great. The honeymoon's great. <laughs> I'm married now, so I have a particular point of view on this episode. Oh. So I do have worldly some strong... and wise now that he's married. <laughs> I do have some strong feelings about this episode. Oh my and god. I know that, listen, I know that you're complaining about it, but I actually think I there is I do enjoy this episode. I enjoy the conclusion of this episode. Okay. Um and I'm, can, and I'm can, choosing yeah. to lift the scenario and we'll talk about it. I've got, okay. I've got like a specific way of thinking about this episode that I think makes it more enjoyable. Okay. Well, um, in case you forgot, this is the Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking today about season six, episode eight, you're married, you're dead. Episode eight? Episode eight. Last one was episode seven. I thought it was nine. It's a good thing well, I didn't say it. Usually math goes seven, eight, nine. You know, the old joke. <laughs> But <laughs> no, I don't know the joke. Say it <laughs> because seven, eight, nine. Anyway, oh Jesus! All right, yes. So they, when they get back, they talk about going to. This is my little fun fact for the day. They talk about getting back from Babe Two 
Pig in the City. Pig in the City. Well, it was released 12 days after this episode aired. So clearly they're lying. Well, yeah. How could they not see through that immediately? And they went to a special screening. A special screening in Philadelphia. Yeah. You know what's fun? Uh, If I'm remembering this correctly, Babe 2, Pig in the City landed on Roger Ebert or Gene Siskel's. I don't remember. It was one of their top movies really? for 1998 or 1999 That's whatever hysterical. year this is it was oh fuck it, i can't remember the exact uh i'm gonna look it up now because this is the fun fact section this babe is this to is the fun fact roger section. ebert this is not a babe podcast but here we are anyway yeah it's in it's on like roger ebert's best 10 movies of 1998 incredible babe to big and incredible <laughs> we were at trivia I don't even remember what the fuck the trivia night theme was, Mm -hmm. but this was like one of the, oh, it was like talking animals movie, talking animal movie trivia. Um, this is back when we used to go to like trivia at the at yeah. Carbon Arc at the Davis like every Tuesday. Yeah. And so yeah, this particular themed movie because it was always movies and TV, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so like this movie was talking animal movies. Nice. And it's it was one category. of like the final one of the final wager question or maybe it was the final wager question it was about like this talking animal movie landed on roger (laughs) ebert's top 10 and you were like did you know it i didn't at the time this is where i learned it but but Haley was with us and she knew it wow um and yeah i was like what the fuck i've never seen this movie but maybe i should (laughs) i think i have but man it's been a long time all right. Anyway, that's my fun fact for the day <laughs> that about Babe Two. No, oh, but- <laughs> about, about it being on his list. But yeah, that's my other fun fact. I've never seen it. No, there you go. Maybe I'll watch it on my honeymoon. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Better not. All right. Um. Oh, it's your turn for a recap. Yeah. Okay. That I was sounds... about to be like, let's dive in, and then I was like, wait a second. That sounds right. So Sean's playing poker with some guys, and Corey comes in, and they're mean to him, and they're like, we're going out to Club Clavage don't bring him and Corey's like I want to go and so they go and it's like kind of like Hooters and girls are wearing like sports bras and shorts and serving and sitting in your lap or whatever and then like Eric and Jack are also going and Rachel's studying how her behavior affects them they get back Sean lies Corey tells the truth Topanga's like why'd you lie I don't care that you went there Sean uh, Corey goes back and like he lost his his engagement ring because they were making fun of him for it and he finds it and Topanga's mad and then she's like wear the ring or don't I don't care I'm out of time it's a bit of a a messy episode it kind of Um, is but it's I, a lot of like back and forth. We're going here. We're going there. We have to go back. We have to come back. We have yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. But I do, like I said, I really enjoy the ending of that. Well, I'll wait to talk about that. First, I'll ask you, what did you learn? Wait, I went first last time. It's not true. Yeah. No, I mean, you said comedy, believe women. What did true. you learn? <laughs> if you remember that from last week, uh, you can insert, you can insert the clip from last week. <laughs> the clip from last week. Um, when I just yell at you. Okay. Play, play the tape. <laughs> Your so I learned that your relationship should free you, not inhibit you. Oh. But you can't. That can only happen with clear communication and boundaries. Mm, that's really nice. So no, there is nothing to be said for the old ball and chain adage. I'm just like that's it's stupid. It's very stupid. If you feel you should feel free in your relationship. But that, again, that freedom can only come, like, when Topanga says, go have fun with the boys, go play football, like, do what you want. And then he's like, so I can take off my ring. And she's like, no, that's the boundary. Because I also have feelings. And you either wear the ring or you don't wear the ring. And you need to make a decision. Like, they're not, it's, first of all, I think it's stupid that he's wearing a ring in the first place. But... (laughs) 
that's a whole other conversation. It's it's very it's along the same line of our like promise ring conversation. Yeah. I'm like, you're not married yet. Calm down. Yeah. But I do also like the fact that it's not because like Topanga's forcing him. It's like he looked at hers and was like, oh, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'll let it slide sure. this one time. Uh-huh. So yeah, you you should feel you should feel free and your relationship should not inhibit you. But mm-hmm. that's it comes with. You know, you have to, you need certain things in order to get that freedom. And that would be boundaries, communication. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that there's a lot to be learned about like trust and communication here. Uh, And because you already kind of said all that, I'm going to talk about something else. And that is this idea about like wanting what other people have. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Um, And so at the end of this episode, Topanga is like, don't you think that those guys might want mm-hmm. what you have and he's like what do i have and she's just me <laughs> so defeated <laughs> yeah poor topanga uh, but, oh she's really gone through it this season right but i think you know that there's so much truth in that as an idea right mm-hmm. that like you you humans often want what they don't have mm-hmm. uh even if they've got something good mm-hmm. you know and so but then also i think there's a lot of truth to like we are so i don't know we're primates and we want like connection to mm-hmm. another primate yeah uh, <laughs> and i don't know like i i know that at a time in my life when i was 19 and 20 and was happily doing dumb college boy shit with other dumb college boys mm-hmm. i also would like get sad and be like man i wish i had like a study partner to like just talk to Absolutely. and like you know cuddle next to at night and like yeah. make coffee in the morning and, like all yeah. those you know, those kinds of things definitely wanted all that and then at the same time i was like but at least i can go do stupid college boy shit um <laughs> which was like never as fulfilling obviously as it is now in my life mm-hmm. with a partner who i enjoy and wake yeah. up next to and so on mm-hmm. so i think that's that's the takeaway here is that like you know people want what they don't have and then also being you know being um conscious enough to recognize when you do have mm-hmm. a good thing in Absolutely. your life right yeah because i can get you know i i've and i've talked about this on the show before there's been times where i've been like oh, i don't know i'm in my 20s and i live in chicago and yet i'm here like in a committed relationship and then i'm like no no, no wait this is a good thing i'm very yeah, happy with exactly. this committed relationship i got to be like a dumb young college boy and all that. Um, mm-hmm. Well, so. and we often on this show talk about having experiences when you're young mm-hmm. and that will help shape you into a more satisfied adult. Right. I would go as far to say. Well, then you're, yeah, if you at least do things and experience things, then you don't have as many what ifs and I yes. wish I had. Yes. You know, like yeah. that's that's what's hard is mm-hmm. like, oh, I never did anything like that, which I guess is... Mm-hmm kind of true for Corey here but it's also like i never went to hooters like yeah. <laughs> also, like so it's let's extrapolate with, it let's pretend that clavage is actually a strip club it's like i a mean full that's on fair. full on like full nudity strip club i'm gonna touch on what you just said before we continue okay. though um before that in the event that you are young like Corey and topanga and find the person that you believe 
then I think it comes back around to kind of what I was saying. You shouldn't, you should feel still free to do the things that you want and have experiences, even though you are in a relationship, because I know some people find that person and they are just satisfied and they want to be with that person. And they just like, I don't know, something clicks in their brain and that's it. And while we on the Feeny Call believe that you should date people when you're young and have those experiences with other people in the event that you found that other person, we're not trying to yuck your yum, but <laughs> maybe Skylar is a little bit. I think but that you learn and grow a lot through those experiences. I absolutely so. agree. I absolutely agree. But, and maybe some people don't have a desire for that particular experience but other experiences if you're like my partner won't let me skydive i'm just like that's fucking dumb yeah shut up so your relationship should not in the event that you are one of the ones that found love at a very young age and you would like to hold on to that such as Corey and topanga then your relationship should still not inhibit you from having experiences like going and eating chicken like wings, eating chicken wings. with waitresses who are wearing sports, sports bras bra and sophies. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I know. Shit. Oh god. Like, uh, yeah. I know this is the most they can do. I get it. Is. it. They it can't. Really they is. can't even like call it a bar. You no. Know? Like I get it. They call it a club. They call it a club. It's not a club. It's decidedly. I'm like the yeah. I mean, I yeah. I guess they can't call it a bar, but like I'm just like this is not a club. It is not. Anyway. Um, a gentleman's club, maybe. Right. So, like, <laughs> right, if you lift it out of ABC. Yeah. All right. And you pretend that this is, like, an HBO show. Mm-hmm. Okay. And instead of this Hooters adjacent, it's uh, a full, like, topless bar or mm-hmm. something. Right. And Corey's getting full, like, lap dances or mm-hmm. something instead. Then... What did we make out of Topanga's reaction? Here's the thing. I, it, it, it honestly depends on the person, I think. Yeah. In the event that it was my relationship and, and my significant other came to me and said like, well, first of all, the lying thing, obviously I'd just be like, just be honest with me. Like I'm whatever. But they, (laughs) this is going to sound really mean. They don't give a shit about you at a strip club. They don't it's care true. about they you. They do not. You, you are, are you are a walking dollar bill. You are bill a to customer. Them. Exactly. <laughs> you are a walking dollar bill to them. So in the event that my significant other were to go to a strip club and like get a lap dance, whatever, I'd just be like, fine. Right. So it's just like, do what you I guess do what you want. Right. But like you're not gaining anything from that. There's no value necessarily right. in that unless you derive value in that. Well that's different. Where where's the value is a social experience. If you if your partner That's fair. You know, on a random Tuesday night, it's like, I'm going to go to the strip club by myself. To me, that says more psychologically yeah, <laughs> about, about what all is going on. Like, there's something not great yeah. maybe happening. But if yeah. it's like, hey, oh, if this Saturday like, night, me and, the, going, me and the guys like, are going out to a strip club. We're going to go get drunk and get lap dances. Yeah. Like, high five. It's part of, Have exactly. fun. Well, and that's, go, go run real hard. Go play football. You know, like, yeah. that's, that's for me, the same kind of thing. It's this, like, social bonding experience. Exactly. I do think it's important for people to have valuable social bonds with people that are not their partner mm-hmm. and to get different things oh out of god, that. Oh my god, absolutely. You I know, like that's crucial. Friendships in relationships are essential. Yeah. You have to have friendships outside of your relationships. Right. I'm a firm believer of that. Oh yeah, it's crucial. And so like if that's your social bonding experience with your boys, then like rock Fine. on. Go for it. Whatever. Frankly, 
Sarah and I keep on hitting and missing on like when we're going to a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It's an experience in which we are happy to go with our friends together. <laughs> it's, it's, well, and, and the thing about the only thing about this particular situation with Corey is I feel like if Topanga went and like when they were doing the whole Nunzio and, and Sergio uh, thing, right, right, right. got so upset. And I don't fuck with double standards in a relationship. Uh-huh. Like, I just don't do it. Well, and she, I feel like Corey would play some of that double standard. He shit. would. He so would. And she doesn't get shitty. No, not at about all. him and going to Kovac. She gets upset that he lied. That he lied. And I again. respect that. He lied again. For the umpteenth time. This well, I guess. But also, he didn't lie. I don't know. Sean lied. Sean did lie. Corey Sean straight up lied. Corey quickly owns it. Yes. You know, he doesn't say anything else. So. Angela has a surprising take on this entire situation that I'm a little surprised. I know. It makes me salty. Angela's, it makes me... It does. Angela's out here like... She's usually slut the shaming, one with her head job on shaming, uh-huh. kink shaming, yeah. like just general shaming. Angela's out here like, these women are desperate mm-hmm. and I appreciate this girl comes out and she's like, hey, I, I work, work there. there. Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and I'm fine, well, okay? And, and of, I make more money there in a night than yep. you make in a week. It makes my heart hurt for Maitland because if Maitland go, wants to go back and watch the show again this and she sees episode. this show, yeah, then she's going to be like, damn, they really, they're this feels pointed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how could they have known at the time? It's not about her at all because, no. obviously, but still, it feels... It's a little pointed. It's it. I could see how she would be a little upset about that. Yeah, this tushy dance thing is fucking dumb. So dumb. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> to I a think. point where it's like laughable. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's. I completely agree with everything. Like, who cares? Go if whatever. If that's your bonding thing and you want to go do that, go bond. I think mm-hmm. you would get more value out of doing other things personally. But <laughs> that's just my personal opinion. Um, you don't think there's a lot of great conversation that happens amongst oh, sure, peers in a sure, strip club? Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. I've told not. you I've only been I've been to a strip club one time. I've told you about that before, right? I think so. it was with Hannah when I was yes, yes, you have nineteen. Yep, yep. Yeah. I have heard about that yeah. before. <laughs> um, I've been to one too. I had a friend who worked at one for a while. And we went and visited him one day. Yeah, I think whatever. I think Topanga handles the situation so well. She does she such does. a good job. She does do it really Rachel good handles job. the situation well too, and she's just like talking with the girls like they're people. Right. Like, Rachel has no like situation to handle here. Rachel no. is purely like, hey, I'm a woman in your male bonding life, on. and I need to like see how that's working. Yeah. And I don't really give a shit what happens. This exactly. is purely observational. And so. they care so much about oh my God, what they care so much. They're so embarrassed. They're so fragile. I know. So mm-hmm. being like interested in a woman's body yeah and like she again like she's going to care like they're so afraid that she they're gonna see which is like a self-obsession with themselves then to worry to worry so much that they that like think so much about their actions and how like other people are not even like how my actions affect others but like how other people are gonna care Yes. So much about my actions. And I think, honestly, if it were anyone else, it wouldn't matter. But it's Rachel specifically because they right. don't want to show interest in other women when they both are interested in Rachel and make her think that maybe they're not interested in her. I don't think it's her. that, though. I think it's they... They, they don't want to come I, off as I think it, Yeah, it has to do with this whole, like, where they're eating proper and they're dressing. Like, it has to do with, like, we're trying to <laughs> We're present, all the way back around. Yeah, they're trying to present a certain version of themselves to Rachel mm-hmm. and for, like, the fifth episode in a row, Rachel has to be like, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't care who don't you are, care. honestly. Yep. Just be a person. Um, it's so you know. interesting to me that at the beginning of the episode, she says she doesn't have a case to study. And I'm like, 
It's very obvious. Girl. <laughs> it's very apparent. It's Girl. Very apparent. And then it's almost like the situation presents itself, which is why she's like, thank you. But I'm like, you are, you've been in it. Right. Clearly. It's been this last eight episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I, okay, so I, I mentioned this. I teased it. The end of this episode, I really like because I think the, the scene after which Sean and Corey talk and Corey's like, yeah, save me a seat at the poker table. Mm-hmm. But if I don't show up, it's because I found something better to do. Right. Yeah. Uh, then from that moment on mm-hmm. in that sequence, I really like the nonverbal storytelling that yes, happens here absolutely. with this long shot of like, Sean's like, all righty. And like Corey and Topanga get into mm-hmm. themselves and Sean like looks at Angela and then he's like, yeah. And like walks by and then Angela looks at Sean like, yeah. And walks by. It's a really good sequence. I really enjoy how this wraps. I enjoy this like conversation with Corey and Topanga about like, listen, the ring shouldn't choke you. It's just like someone cares about me yeah. and I care about someone. Exactly. I enjoy that conversation mm-hmm. and I enjoy this. Yeah, I enjoy how it all plays out mm-hmm. at the end. I think it's really well done. Mm-hmm. And I think it plays our next episode is the like poetry one. And so I think yes. this sequence with Sean yep. and Angela at the end is a really it's valuable a lead in mm-hmm. to where we're we're going next, where we're gonna really dive back into the two of them a little mm-hmm. bit. Which I like because I'm ready to kind of take uh some some weight off of Corey and Topanga so mm-hmm. much. Yeah. I would just like to state for the record that I also the reason that I don't like this episode is because Corey is fucking stupid yeah like consistently because he takes his ring off and puts it on a napkin holder on a napkin holder we had this same issue with the fucking key card and in at prom night like like, you should know to not put things on top of other things you're gonna forget them anyway so my sarah and i had this conversation this morning we had a we had had a phone call with our officiant Mm -hmm. and she was asking just some logistic questions Mm -hmm. she's like who's gonna be holding your rings we decided that you know like paul and jay are my two best men they'll Mm -hmm. each hold one ring and then kind of jokingly we said all right well jay holds sarah's ring Mm because it's more expensive (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so you know like my ring is not particularly i mean it's not inexpensive but it's not also like extravagantly expensive there's no precious stones or anything yeah. involved here um it's just a, a gold band yeah um and so anyway i was just like making that joke about like you know it's not the end of the world if it gets lost yeah <laughs> but i also wouldn't be so fucking stupid as to like take my ring off and put it on this napkin holder no now that being said too i've also like i'm fully intent on purchasing i should do this this is something i should put on my to-do list to buy like a silicone wedding band yeah because i don't want to wear my gold wedding band when oh. i'm doing when i'm exercising or yeah. when i'm working or things like that uh in general i'm probably gonna wear the silicone wedding way band more way more i'll yeah. put on the gold wedding band when i'm like going out with going friends out. Yeah, or something exactly. like that yeah but like in an everyday life it's like wearing this watch like exactly i have a nicer watch but i wear this watch every day yeah. <laughs> for like general wear and tear right like i'm gonna abuse yeah. this one <laughs> my roommate's my previous roommates who were married, they like never wore their rings. Yeah. Unless Sarah they doesn't were wear her, her engagement ring on a daily basis. She doesn't wear that shit to work. No. Uh, no, she works with children. <laughs> she works with children. Oh my God, are you crazy? She doesn't wear that shit to work. That thing sits in the oh ring bowl God. on our counter on, or in the ring dish on our counter several days in a row before we like get yeah. dressed and like go out or something. And then she puts it on. And I understand the <laughs> sentiment of what Topanga is saying for sure. Mm-hmm. In that like wear the ring or don't, it's more. But I think 
she, there's a lot of Logistic, emphasis put on rings. Speaking. Yeah. <laughs> it's just inconvenient. I think there's a lot of emphasis put on the ring itself mm-hmm. in this episode where I'm like, it shouldn't be about the ring necessarily. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's just so consistently we see with promise rings and all of that, we see a consistent um, pressure that's put on the ring itself. Well, there's a lot of symbolism for mm-hmm. certain kinds of people. I like, guess so. It's the other thing, Sarah and I don't have like an abundance of symbolism with our Well, rings, yeah, no. Maybe. It's... It's, I think like, you know, for a lot of people, it's like this band is like a symbol of your love and as long as it's on and all these things, uh, which I, I guess like that's kind of true for Sarah and I. But also it's, it's not, it's a ring. It's going to come off. Like you have yeah. to. My dad has like never worn a wedding band yeah. beyond when they got married. Anyway, I think there's a lot of symbolism and weight giving you these the rings here that I guess makes for good storytelling. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Also, why is this the first time that we're seeing it? They've been engaged for like Yeah, I, I haven't like paid attention, but I don't don't believe Corey's been wearing this he ring hasn't. this whole time. I also don't know if not. Topanga has. No. I don't she think hasn't. she has. I know she is in this episode, but I don't think she has been. Mm-mm. There was no mention or instance of him purchasing said ring for her or no. her, her getting like there was nothing about that ring at any point either yeah. right yeah i don't think so when we were in the park and they talked to amy and alan afterwards doesn't amy give her the does ring? she give her the ring maybe she does maybe you're right maybe and then Corey brie presents it to her i think you're right I and think then, that does so her yeah she gets her ring but we never obviously see him get his ring and I, he has not been wearing it this whole time yeah i i think that yeah, I mean Dan, Dan and Goldberg over here. Um, <laughs> Do you mean uh, Harley and Joey? Part Harley two. And Joey. Uh, I don't. I don't remember what's what Goldberg's. I call him Goldberg because he's Goldberg in the Mighty Ducks. Oh, um, <laughs> I was like, um, I was like, I'm, I'm just trusting you that that's no, his name. it's not I his name. I don't remember his, his character's name or the actor's name, but I know he's no. Goldberg in the Mighty Ducks films. Yeah. Uh, that's really funny starring Emilio Estevez uh, anyway so Goldberg and Gambling Dan Gambling um, Dan Gambling what a Dan. name Gambling Dan's a douche yeah. and he's like a 30 year old man yeah but I also respect his like what, why Why are you wearing an engagement why are you wearing yeah, <laughs> you know, I, gotta, yeah. I, I hate to like gender that as a concept I guess anybody can wear an engagement ring if they mm-hmm. want to yeah but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Why bother? <laughs> yeah, well, and is that is your engagement ring your wedding band? Like, what? There's no. What? Why would you spend that? Right. Money? Like, what are you gonna have another one that looks exactly the same now? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> just two, two, two rings stacked, two, two, two gold just like bands gold bands band stacked. Mm-hmm. Fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I don't understand the the concept necessarily of him getting one other than he just likes it, and that's fine for him. But like. If it's a separate ring than your wedding ring, that seems... I don't know. I've had my, my wedding band. So I got it months ago. It's just like sitting in the box yeah. in my in my nightstand still. Um, well, and that's the other thing is usually you go ring shopping for wedding bands together before the wedding. Right. They don't have a wedding in sight right now. They don't have a date set. They don't have a place. They don't have anything. They're just no, like waiting just it out. waiting it out, wearing engagement rings. They're basically promise rings. I don't know. It's all silly. It's all Stupid. silly. This clavage shit. And then when the girls are like, oh, this is a bachelor party. And they all just come over and like a crowd Start like him. pushing him around like with like, their what boobs. Do you, what do you do? Yeah, like, exactly. Is this what you do for a bachelor party? You guys just like 
put him in the middle and like kind of jump until your boobs hit him a little bit like my one of my favorite moments is when Corey's like my butt just touched her butt it's so dumb it's so he's so he's a child he's a child for sexual activity he is he is you know what i want to tell you a really funny story this is when i went to the southeastern theater conference in like 2017 Mm -hmm. or 18 i don't know i'm no not 18 16 or 17 so we were in i don't even remember what fucking city we're in but there's this kid it's not a kid. He's my age. Uh, there's this guy's name is Joshua Jackson, mm-hmm. and he was a theater student, mm-hmm. very talented actor, uh, but also a very sheltered young mm-hmm. Christian boy. Yes. Well, at SETC, we went to Hooters mm-hmm. uh, because there was one like around the corner from the conference center. Yeah. And listen, Hooters has great chicken wings. Okay. <laughs> I love Hooters chicken wings. I've only been to Hooters like two or three times and I have could care less about mm-hmm. the like concept of the the waitresses mm-hmm. in like being dressed in sports bras and and Sophie mm-hmm. shorts or whatever. Do people still call them Sophies anymore? That was a very yeah, specific I brand. I mean, but... it is. But I, like I I understand. I don't know. If there's <laughs> I don't know I'm sure anyway. there's a our our primary demographic is like 28 to 34 year olds, right, so, so they, they understand they what's get it. going you on. Get, yeah. You know what Sophies are. Yeah. Uh anyway, so like I don't know. I could care less. You know, I, I'm not so sexually starved that like that gets yeah. me no. <laughs> gets me going. But their wings are great. Anyway, we go <laughs> to Hooters because it's around the corner and yes. we want the wings and Joshua comes with us. And he is he literally did like what Corey does in this episode. When our waitress came, he wouldn't look, look at, at her. her. Oh my god. He like wouldn't like he was like staring at the menu to order and like not looking at her to speak. Really funny. Oh my god. <laughs> it was really, really fucking funny. Um yeah, we had a great laugh about it. It was so fun. I've only been once and it was after it was I think it was with, it was with theater people I remember distinctly, but we like went after like a we had a promotional day where we went to like the farmer's market or something and did like a number from the show. Yeah. So that we could promote the show and then afterwards all everyone was going was like, We're going to Hooters and I was like Okay. Right. <laughs> I was like, you're my ride, so I guess I'm going to. Mm, guess <laughs> that's so. the one and only time. That yeah. would be, yeah, that's kind of the, I guess, the comparison. It's dancing a fine line between Hooters and Strip Club. They're like, they're wanting to like, because in Hooters, they don't come up and sit in your lap. They do my not. God. They do not come and sit in your lap. That's true. That is the, That part's a little abrasive. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I'm sitting here, I'm like, I don't need you to come sit in my lap. No, All right. I'm like, good. I'm if I, good. I'm here for like wings and fries mm-hmm. and. I guess there's some dancing or something, yeah. but if I wanted, dance. if I wanted a woman like at a bar and restaurant type setting to come and sit in my lap, then like I would go to a strip club yeah. and, and wear the, you know, the, <laughs> I'm the client and so on. I'm the <laughs> I don't know. It feels, yeah. it's all weird. Yeah. I don't like it. I guess this kind of place exists. Um, and it feels like <laughs> such like a Christian boys Yes. Um, place. It's like, yeah. oh, we're going and being dirty. It's like, no, you're not. You're not really. You're, there's there's okay. no kink here. No. There's nothing dirty here. No. Go to like a leather bar. Truly, or like yeah, right? <laughs> an actual strip club. Well, and truly, I mean, she wasn't kidding. That the I forget her name, but the one who Oh, the girl that comes there. out of the shower. Yeah, yeah, and she says something along the lines of like, yeah, you can see the more at a beach. Right. Like, we have such a stigma We're in a co-ed bathroom these... right now yeah. <laughs> where you see more probably. Exactly. It's it's like in the appropriate 
places why does it not matter in the places where it's deemed like appropriate yeah. but in a, a, a place like a restaurant or something like that where it's deemed less appropriate right. then it's so taboo and where I'm they're wearing like, literally fucking like a sports truly. bra and like exercise shorts yeah it's not even no. that much it's not like walking around in lingerie or something no absolutely like, not it's so dumb I, it is it the whole concept feels very foolish to me but i don't know i i guess it's like the conservatives king you know it's exactly the most they can it's fine because it's like the it's, it's the it's conservatives as, king it's like as kinky <laughs> as you can get without actually like even... let's be honest Corey would be conservative yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure maybe not after he moved to new york but definitely right now yeah yeah definitely <laughs> definitely out here to kink shame people oh my god all the time I can't. Well, and it's real vanilla. This. Oh, my God. (laughs) This feels geared towards definitely like a more conservative audience. This episode, particularly, I feel like some other episodes are not so much or it's just like it doesn't really matter. But this feels like it's geared very because I probably was in a place in high school where I was watching this episode and I was just like, how dare he? What (laughs) the fuck? Like, I was probably very in that park when I was 17, 16, something like that. And now as an adult with a fully formed brain, I'm just like, who cares? Who cares? Right. Leave others at home. Who fucking yeah. care? It's dumb. Who's your MVP? Topanga. Yeah. It is Topanga, it's obviously. Topanga. She yeah. goes she does the work. Yeah, she does the work. She She's again pretty, pretty hammering into Corey, like, do what you want. I'm not here to I feel like Corey is putting all these restrictions on himself. Yeah, all he really he puts all these rules in place based off of imaginary yes. concepts. He doesn't understand that Topanga is actually like a cool person. Like I just don't understand. I think when Sean points out that he does everything based on Topanga, mm-hmm. it's, I mean that's fair and accurate description, and also like one that's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> Live your like, life better. Do exactly well, and Topanga has never given you a reason to feel like you're inhibited in any way like in what capacity would going up to Topanga and saying I want to go play touch football get a negative reaction like she's never shown that behavior so it's very interesting to me that he and Amy has never shown this behavior and he's really never had any other serious girlfriends that could so I'm like where did you get this learned response society I guess so man (laughs) like what the fuck like or maybe through Sean's experience or something but I'm just like no none of the women in your life would render this response so what gave you the thought well that they it's would? more of Corey's insecurities and that he doesn't actually That's... have any trust in his actions no. or his relationship because if he oh. trusted his actions and his relationship then he'd say like hey i'm gonna go do this and she'd say cool okay. have fun yeah later that's exactly right you know the only instance in which that's inconsiderate is like no we made plans yes and you're, not, and you're ignoring or that's exactly right you know like that's when it's fucked yeah you know if it's like oh you said we were gonna do this if, if they've been in a, for Corey, I, like I said, I, there's no woman in his life that maybe has given him this predisposition, but if you've been in a relationship before with someone who's like that, who's right. like, you need to ask permission, like yeah. it's assumed that we're going to hang out together all the time, then I can see that. Right. And it's like, you got to unlearn that because that's some toxic ass behavior. <laughs> like, no, I don't fuck with that. I don't love it. No, uh-huh. we hate to see it. And yeah. so in Corey's instance, I don't understand. But if you're in that situation where you feel like you're, you know restricted by your relationship to something as simple as going and playing touch football or playing poker with the guys like mm-hmm. let's reassess let's reassess because they want what you have <laughs> which I also like I understand the concept 
I don't necessarily think it's true in that situation. Like I don't I don't see gambling Dan being like at home at night like I just want study. I, I want to wear my own engagement. No, ring. but I think Goldberg and Sean do. Oh yeah, for sure. Goldberg, for sure. Goldberg's out here trying to turn Dan into what he wishes he had. Like, yes. I think Goldberg wants a man to come home to oh, at night. He needs to find Isaac. He and Isaac need to find each other. Yes. What a cute that couple. That would be so sweet. Aww. That would be like Frankie and Joey as a couple. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How Love cute. That. All right. Someone write some fan fiction about it. There we it. go. There it is. He stumbles out into the hall. Isaac's right there. Oh, I want it. I want that story. There he does. Amazing. That's a spinoff, man. That's that's, that's what we need. It's a rom-com between Goldberg and Isaac. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <sighs> all right. Except that. That's about it. Yeah, that's all I got. So you can Have find you... us. Oh. oh, go ahead. This is unrelated. I forgot we had to finish this episode. Was <laughs> Just start in on a whole other topic. Literally, yeah, it was entirely. I was going to ask you if you've listened to Lil Nas X's album. Not yet. <sighs> God. I know. It's so good. You can find us on the things. <laughs> anyway, we are on Instagram at the Phoenix Call Podcast. We are on Twitter and Facebook at Phoenix Call. You can find us, you can send us an email, Podcast at Gmail. Leave us a voicemail if you want to be on the show and give your thoughts and feelings. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, that's all. <laughs> that's, that's all. Um, I think I've said uh, everything. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's uh, fun to be now. I I mean, yeah, it's already episode eight. So here we go with season six. I feel like this one maybe has been, no, maybe not my least favorite so far. We've gotten some ones that I've, but just Corey has kind of sucked this whole season. So hopefully we'll turn things around now that we're shifting focus back to Sean and Angela. But honestly, that leaves more room for Corey to be a dick. So. We'll see. I mean this in a great way. You finished what you were saying and then managed to find like two minutes more to ramble on. <laughs> Listen. That's the name of the game. That's the name of the game. <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. And as always, class dismissed.